What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. You know, I always say shout out to everybody that rides with us, that leaves comments, that listens to our podcast. Yes. And I want to tell everybody that uh, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, I am an actor. <laughs> what? They love the way that I played out the scene. You know, we had an email of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually played it out and uh-huh. people love the way that I act. Okay. Is so that I, what you call it? I call it acting. Oh, okay. So I, I think <laughs> I might uh, become a, a thespian. <laughs> and take it to the next level? And take it to the next level. Okay. So if you, you got my support, boo-boo. If you don't see me around doing the DJ thing, I'm practice being a thespian. You moved to LA. That's right. I moved to LA and be a thespian. <laughs> okay. I'm just telling y'all. Just, just, uh, just look out for me. Uh-huh, and that has nothing to do with his sexual orientation. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> but no, I definitely appreciate you. Stupid, yo. I definitely look appreciate, on your face. You're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Now, I definitely appreciate everybody for riding without uh, riding with us and listening to the podcast. Whether it's on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Spotify, Spotify, uh, everywhere you could definitely listen to all YouTube. major podcast we platforms. Appreciate it, and also you can always hit up the website thekccrew at gmail. No, no, thekccrew.com. The website, the crazy, the no, what the fuck? Where's the website? <laughs> Oh, the website is thecaseycrew.com, right? Thecaseycrew.com. I'm all over the place today. I'm all over okay. the place. Okay. All right. But anyway, let's get this but podcast But you can started. send your emails to... thecaseycrew at gmail.com. gmail.com. Okay. All right. Now, um, you know what I, um, I wanted I to I just do? heard you gulp. I know. I'm sorry. I, I just I, heard I you know, gulp. I know, I know. I know. You know what I, I wanted to do? <laughs> and last time I tried this, you got upset. I got upset? Well, you didn't get upset. You just said... You didn't like it, and then you kind of was like, uh, that's whack. Oh, what? I want to do something different, right? You always want to do something different. Sexually, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I put it in you. All right, forget it. Come on. But I wanted to do, like, Logan just got cornrows, right? I can't get cornrows. I just, I, I would look stupid, a grown man with cornrows. I don't think I mean, there are right. some grown men with cornrows. I just don't think it'd be befitting on you. Right. Right. So I think I want to grow a beard. What? Like a beard. I know I know what a beard is. You said what? So I was I tried to answer you. Again. No, said, that was my what meaning I'm experiencing some dismay at the notion of you with a beard. Now think about it, right? You, I grow a beard. It's just a different look. So it, it could be fun sexually because you could feel no, like you're no. having sex with somebody else. How could it be fun sexually if it would turn me off? Then that would absolutely turn me off. They say it's like a flavor saver. So if you get your juices in the beard, I could always smell and taste the beard later. <laughs> what? What? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I mean, you say some nasty things from time to time, <laughs> but the imagery of that is like that's that's nasty. That's there's nothing there's nothing positive about that. Nah, that that's I, actually even more of a deterrent. Like that just sets you back. Like nah, now you're set back in 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 your proposal for this whole beard thing. Nah, but I I think the beard that's is just really a, nasty. a different look, a new look. So you just don't different. wash your face. Like you get a beard, you just don't wash your face. I don't know. I never had a beard. I tried to grow a beard last time, and you made me go back to the barber shop and cut it. Off. <laughs> it's not. It just it's not a good look on you. Some people it looks good on it you don't know because it didn't grow yet. I, you grew it, it a little bit of it and you just looked dirty 
Like it just it didn't it, it wasn't good for you, boo boo. Matter of fact, when I promote this podcast, like you're so sexy the way that you are, all nice and clean, and with your boyish looks. Like that's how I like you. I'm a man, baby. Yeah, but your boyish looks turn me on. Well, when I promote this podcast, I'm gonna post a picture of me with my beard just to show. Wait, when did you halfway have that? What that thing that you did recently when you came home a little overgrown? Yeah, it was a beard. And shaped up. Yeah, that's a beard. Oh, that was you. You took a picture of that. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna post it when I promote this podcast, and I'm gonna see what people say about my beard. They're gonna be like, "Nah, babe, don't do it." But we'll see. Like, not envy, nah, son. You know, nah, and, be. And see, this the thing. <laughs> it's not, that's not it. But when, <laughs> but when I do things right, and when people, couples, and relationships, this is why I even talked about the beard. Should you do things for your spouse, your boyfriend, or your girlfriend? You know, hmm. like, you know, I want to try a beard. You don't like the beard. Should I say, fuck it and do it anyway? Mm-hmm. Or do I say, you're the woman that I want to impress. You're the woman that I want to look good for. You're the woman that I want to make sure that you're attracted to me. So maybe I shouldn't do the beard. Because I think about it, right? When we were in high school, you cut all your hair off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my hair was like maybe an inch and a half or two inches long. You cut all it your was hair tapered off. in the back, yes. tapered on the sides. Uh-huh. I. Uh, you about to insult me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to insult you in the nicest way possible. Hold on. You didn't think I looked cute with my short haircut? Everybody loved it. I, I, I just. I, See, you know what it is about you? Mm-hmm. It's not. Well, I guess it is that you didn't like the way that it looked, but. You like long hair. I do. I like long hair. Like that's just the thing for you. That's you like I'm, long that's what I'm hair. Into. But I looked cute with my little Halle Berry wannabe thing that I had going on. Yeah, but see, but the problem is, you know, you you go get your shape up. You go into the barber with. I didn't me. get. A, I didn't get a shape up, and I did not. Why do you see? There you go, exaggerating again. I'm just saying that's my hairstylist did it and then she did the little curls and it was it was very cute and, and then, it was easy to maintain for me I just grew out of it and then I felt like you know if me and you are driving in the car and we're holding hands and you're cuddling on me <laughs> the person behind <laughs> us was like wow Envy got a dude kissing on him alright uh-huh. Envy you know but that's fine but I'm I'm just not gay mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so I don't like short hair I, okay. I, I, it's just not a turn on to me I don't know. It's I, I, I don't know. It's just not my thing. I know. So I'm asking you. So now when you go get your hair done and let's say you want to get short hair again, do you say, well, I can't get short hair because my baby doesn't like it? Or do you yes. say, oh, so that's what you do. So, yes. So people out there should base their looks on their partner. You say, no, no, no. I'm not telling people what they should do. I'm telling you what I do. Um, in our relationship, mm-hmm. I want to please you. I want to make you happy in every way, shape or form. And if there's anything that I can do that I could put in the category of sound decisions to make you happy, then I'm going to do that. If there's something that you particularly don't like, I'm not going to go out of my way to do that. Like I want to be appealing to you in every way. So if I know that you don't like blonde hair... I'm not going to go and get blonde hair. If you don't like an ombre, I'm not going to go and get an ombre. And of course, there are people that are probably thinking, no, you do it for you and you do what you like. And then he just has to get with the program. Those people are single. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I understand that and I do understand that for single people and I understand that maybe for women that are in a relationship where there is no reciprocity, right? where it doesn't make sense for them to go out of their way to be appealing or to cater to their partner because their partner doesn't cater to them. Right. So if that's their situation, then yeah, maybe you're not going to jump to that frame of mind but in our situation I feel as though you do so much to please me and you do so much to make me happy and you're such a good husband and you go out of your way to make my life as easy as humanly possible so if there's something that you don't like or that's not going to appeal to you then no I'm not going to do it that's me saying no to one hairstyle there's a hundred other hairstyles why would I go for the one that you don't like but what about the whole self-love aspect I gotta love myself I have to enjoy myself I have to feel and like what I do myself and see the whole thing with my beard I, I can like ninety nine other hairstyles, but with my beard, <laughs> you know what I how mean. How do I know? How, you, how do you know you're gonna you're gonna like my beard or not like my beard if you don't give me a chance to grow it in? I saw the beginning stage of your beard, and I didn't like it. And I don't like beards. That's just my own personal thing. People have things that that they like that you know is just appealing to them, and a beard is not I don't like hair any place that it doesn't have to be but that's just me I don't like bodily hair I don't like facial hair every time that I look at you and you need a haircut I think to myself oh god it would really suck to be a man and have hair growing out of my face and having to get a shape up every three days and I just I don't like bodily hair so for me and my taste it just doesn't appeal to me and I just don't think that it does you justice I just love your your little baby face and your mm-hmm. little cheeks and I just I love the way that you look so I wouldn't want I wouldn't want you to cover that up right I mean I, I think that is is one thing that's that's dope in our relationship that we really care about what each other thinks when it comes to our looks and it comes to a lot of the things that oh, we yeah. do because even when we go out I know like certain things that I wear that you don't like that I might like like what like uh, if I wear a jersey, you really don't like the jersey shit. But I don't dislike the right. jersey. But so, so for instance, if you if I'm on the bed and you bring me two outfits and you're like, babe, which one should I wear? I'm always going to pick the outfit that's not the jersey. But for instance, the other day, I think you had a bull's jersey right. and you wore it with army fatigue, like cargo pants or something. Right, right, right. And I was, when you walked in, I was like, oh, I love the way that looks like that's a dope outfit. Right. You know, so you did it dope that day. But in general, I prefer you in a short sleeve, tight fitted button down where I can see your body and, you know, like some trendy, fresh jeans and some new kicks. Like I like that look on you. Right. right. So when I go out, I make sure I wear that look because I know that's what you like. And the same thing with you. What what do I like? (laughs) A Wolford outfit on me. Right. (laughs) And that's just because it's a bodysuit that looks tight and I can see your body and I can squeeze your ass all night. I uh-huh. enjoy that. You know I enjoy that. So when you, you say, like anything that hugs me. Right, so I yeah. can see your body. So when you always ask me, babe, what should I wear tonight? I be thinking to myself, bitch, you know I want you to wear something tight. <laughs> wear something tight. That's what I want. I want to see some cleavage. I want to see some ass. Shit. Wear something. <laughs> get naked. Well, I can't. Like, I, that's what I, but that's, uh-huh. that's what I enjoy. You've come such a long way. 
You have come such you know, a long way from I know. that. I used to be a jealous person. I used to want you to wear overalls. You used with, to want me to wear a potato sack absolutely. with a belt. And I would have loved it. <laughs> a potato sack with a belt and some boots. Cover everything. But I was insecure. You had a ski and I mask? Yeah, ski mask and that shade of brown to match the I potato sack. I would have. Because I was insecure and I was scared that you were going to leave me for somebody else and somebody else was going to see how attractive you was and I was shot, done, dead in the water. So, I, you know, I, I definitely did. But I changed and I changed because I grew up, you know, I, I realized that you're my baby and I can't worry about what you do 24 hours, seven days a week. You know, I, I realized I can't worry about what you're wearing 24 hours, seven days a week and that if it's meant to be and and, and it is, then I just have to let you go and do you. And, you know, it, it's it's made me a better person because I really enjoy it. I enjoy looking at you. I enjoy, you know, when you go out and I'm not home, I say, yo, babe, take a picture. You know, I enjoy those things. And then when I get back to my hotel room, I pull out that picture, pull out the lotion and it's bong, 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 bong. <laughs> it is what it is. But I enjoy that because I love looking at you and I love seeing you. So I just, you know, I know a lot of people out there, a lot, especially a lot of women, they do hair and they do nails for themselves. Right. And, you know, sometimes I just want to say, maybe think about what your spouse likes. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you. 150 <clears> percent <throat> because we're always honest. Right. Uh huh. I can't stand one thing about you right now. What? Like one thing about you, if I had the opportunity, I would change immediately. What? <laughs> what? 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 What are you talking about? No, and, and it pisses me off. It's been pissing me off recently. And no, I'm, I'm, get, I'm, jump to it. What I'm, are you talking I'm about? dead serious. Like dead serious. Okay, I'm not joking. what are you it's talking about? I hate your fucking nails. Those little pointy motherfucking nails, I hate them shits. I don't know who made that style. Whoever made that style never uh-huh. jerked their boyfriend off. Wait, hold on. Never rubbed it. Wait a minute. I have not faltered in that department. You caught me one time with your nail. One time with your nail. <laughs> one time with your nail. I'm not going to lie. I, did, I, I act like you didn't, but you caught me no, one I time with not. your nail. You're, no, that is, you're falsifying one time right now. That is not true. One time with your nail. For sure, you that me. is not. I hate so what happened? You held it to yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why not a little ouch? Because I'm a man. I held that motherfucker in. <laughs> How many times did I tell you to cut your nails? Twice a day. Twice a day. <laughs> Die, them shits, you, Madison, them shits Logan. Them are fucking weapons. To the point where... <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you how real this you relationship is, right? crazy. If I have a pimple, right? <laughs> my wife pops my pimples. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm like, she pops my pimples and uh, she gets a joy out of popping my pimples. Hold on. What makes you think that I get a joy... See, okay, this is complete sidebar, but that irritates me. What? You act as though when I pop your pimples, like I'm doing it for me. Now, first and foremost, you don't say it like I got mad pimples. Like, it's not like I got mad pimples. You got to pop mad. <laughs> your no, occasional no. pimple. I got an occasional pimple and you enjoy it. because you, Why do you think that I enjoy it? Because you really get into it. You see it be like, oh, babe, come here. Lay down. <laughs> Move your head this way. Put your head in the light. Okay, babe. And then you, nah, like you really enjoy it. No, and it's not that I really enjoy it. It's that I don't want to see your face with a blemish. So if I can remove that blemish and then care for it so that it goes away without leaving a mark behind, then... Yeah, but the problem is is when you grip my face to pop the pimple, your claws, your fucking oh, cat claws... Oh, yes, the cat claws... Madison are, called me Wolverine yesterday. Yeah, it's in my fucking face, cut me, and I'm like, <laughs> this shit hurts. Like, cut your fucking nails. I, look, look, I'm saying it loud and clear. I don't like your nails, okay? <laughs> I don't like it. But, how, like but it. okay, I let's look like on the bright it. side. How do they look? I'm, look at them, look. 
I don't care how they how look. I tell look? you how they this feel. Red polish. I tell you how they feel. Then when no, but I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you like the way they look? And I'm not gonna lie, right? When we when we when we're doing our do, when we have when we're making love and we're having sex and we're fucking great, and you and you're grabbing my great. ass and I'm power awesome. driving you, right? I'm scared sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. The other night, right when we was out, right, and I was going hard, and you grabbed my ass. I said, "Oh, if this, if this is- if if, if my wife <laughs> respectfully." Grabs my ass. Uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to punch you. Like, I'm, like I think I did grab your ass. You didn't, but you didn't go too hard. Like it was one of those. If you grabbed a little more, I probably would have been bleeding. <laughs> Cut your fucking nails. But then when I was rubbing your back last night, you you did say this is one of the things that you like my nails for. You liked when I gently grazed your back with right. my nails because it felt like some what is it called SHM? SHM. What, what is it That's- called? What is it called? SMH. H&M? You no, know, you're talking about shaking my head. No. What is it called? Um, S and M. S and M. Did that. Like, that, I, I, that's what it felt like. like Did you, you like had, that? You had your clothes. I was like, oh, shit. Did it turn you on? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I okay. I feel good. So how about I compromise? How about I keep the same shape and cut it shorter? No, it's still going to be fucking sharp. Like, what? What? Like that's like having a knife and be like, oh, it's not an eight inch blade. <laughs> it's a four inch blade. Motherfucker, that's still going to cut me. <laughs> no, no, cut them shits off. I don't know who came up with okay, that damn Okay, so style. listen. So to give credence to what we're talking about, I will cut my nails. Okay. Uh, I've only been I saying it. I will cut my nails for How you. How long have I been saying it? At least I mean, a you month. didn't call me MFers like in the process. Now I know you're serious. Sheesh. You call me all types of Bs and MFers during that was this respe- conversation. That was respectfully. That was respectfully. <laughs> I know. So, yes, I will I will cut them for you. Okay. I will go back to the short, square nails that you seem to like so much. Okay, great. Because I was really going to start growing my toenails. And every time we were in bed, I was going to slice your legs up. <laughs> Sometimes you're not very groomed and you do cut me. I know. With your toenails in the bed. I know. That's my And I know that they're too long mechanism. when I hear when I hear your toenails scratching the sheets. That's my defense <laughs> like, mechanism. Yo, just in case I got <laughs> Where is your grooming coming into play All in right. this house? Enough. All right. <laughs> now let's get to the email of the week. Okay. All right. Now I gotta pull this up. All right. righty. Now Gia picked this one, right? Yes, this came into my DM today. Right. So I only read half of it. I didn't read the whole thing. Why you give me all these and these shits be dumb long? All right. Oh, so you don't pick long emails sometimes? Hell no. I try to get the short one. No, one. you sometimes you pick novels. But listen, the the longer it is, the more detailed, the less we have to guess. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. I've been talking to this guy since 2009. He was my first boyfriend in high school, first kiss, etc. We have been off and on ever since. I love him so much, but he has put me through so much. At one point in our relationship, we were doing so good. He asked me to get a second job while he was away working out of town just to stay busy. So I did later down the line. I found out he had a whole nother woman. Oh, what's a whole nother woman? Is that like, it's like a saying now. Oh, a whole nother woman. He had a, <laughs> he had a whole, whole nother, nother woman. woman. Right. Going to see him while he was working out of town and also another phone that I didn't know about. It hurt me so bad. He has broken my trust multiple times and cheated on me multiple times. I just recently purchased a home at the age of 26. Congratulations. I put almost 16000 down and he only gave me $600. Did she forget a zero? Nope. That's 600 Okay. All right. Maybe that's all he had. Now, he feels as if, as if this is his house, too, which I don't feel that way. Am I wrong? Nope. I was the one running around, did a majority of the work and came up with a majority of the money. 
He's been putting me down ever since saying things like, I think I'm better than him. We've only been. No, no, no. I think I'm better than him. Mine was better. Go ahead. We've only been in the house three weeks and haven't. And then it just stops right there. I don't know what she was trying to say. But no, no, no. Keep going. Oh, I see it. And then haven't even really been able to enjoy it. When he gets really mad, he tends to disrespect me, call me out of my name, etc. So I just tell him to leave. And that's one of our biggest problems. He feels as if I think I just have the upper hand. And if I tell him to leave, I shouldn't worry about where he lays his head. So I have no idea where he goes or who he is with. We've just been talking so long. I haven't been with anyone else in a long time. We do have good times and good sex. He helps me a lot financially. He's very adventurous and outgoing and can really be a sweetheart. We just can't communicate or get along. But I just don't know if it's worth it. He wants to go to counseling, but we are not even married. And one of the main problems we have is him being disloyal and non-consistent. He always feels as if I made the choice to stay with him. I need to stop bringing up the past and move forward. But Mm. it's hard for me to move forward when he hasn't shown me longer than a month of consistency. He also has two children when I don't have any. Am I wrong for telling him to leave when he is disrespecting me? Do you guys think that counseling is worth it? I personally think he is uh, the one who needs counseling. I have not cheated on him at all. Lately, he's also been accusing me of cheating, constantly looking through my phone. I don't even understand that when I'm, I never cheated. What do you guys think about the whole situation? Uh, he goes, I, I just want to be happy. He used to be my best friend. I just want to enjoy my house. A part of me feels like he just needs maturing. He's just insecure and hopefully it will get better. But a part of me feels like I should move on. Whoo, that's a long one. Oh my gosh. You want me to go first? Sure. Shit, let me catch my breath. <laughs> now, I'll be honest. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it seems like you guys are, are going through a lot of problems. First is financially. If he's only putting up $600, it could be one of two things. Maybe he's just not devoting as much time and effort into the relationship as you are, or maybe he just doesn't have the money. And if he doesn't have the money, that's okay because relationships, in my opinion, shouldn't be built on money. It should be built on a love and a feeling. But obviously, if he's still running around, you're still having arguments, if you still can kick him out the house, that's a problem. Because if he did put up put up money and you guys are doing this together, you shouldn't be able to kick him out his own house. Like that shouldn't be a, a situation. But what did she say was the situation that would lead up to her kicking him out? I guess him calling her out her name mm-hmm. and, and them getting into arguments. But let me, can I just stop you right sure. there? Let's say that it wasn't quote unquote her house. Right. And she called him, excuse me, he called her out of her name called her bitch right wouldn't she have the right to ask him to leave if it was her house completely no 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 regardless of whose house it is let's say they both put an equal amount of money down and they both signed that lease or that mortgage or whatever if he called her out of her name or is being you know any type of abusive towards her even if it's verbally abusive wouldn't she have the right to ask him to leave I don't I don't think so and the reason I don't think so is because if if you argue, sometimes you say things that are not nice. You know, sometimes you might say a word or say something. But as long as it's not physical, as long as I'm not putting my hands on you, you know, as long as we're, we're not yelling and being too aggressive, like we're going to get into that position. Mm-hmm. If if we're arguing and I, I know this happens a lot of times in people's relationships, somebody say, well, you dick, well, you bitch. I right, fuck you. Fuck you, too. 
It shouldn't be. I no. Well, well, get the fuck out. No, mm-hmm. that shouldn't be it. If this is both of our house, I do feel but like it's not both of their house. I do feel like she thinks because she put sixteen thousand dollars down, way more than he put. That that's her house. It is her house. But if that's not the agreement, they're they, not married. They're, they're not married, but they yeah. did it together. I don't know whose house is on that lease. It doesn't matter that she put up sixteen thousand, I put up six hundred. Then yes, you know what? Does. I owe. I own six hundred dollars of that apartment. So you are gonna put me in that little six hundred dollar corner, and I'm gonna stay in my little six hundred dollar <laughs> corner. <laughs> I don't know how much six hundred dollars <laughs> as far as uh, percentage wise to sixteen thousand, but I'm gonna stay in my little corner. But I, I think what happens is if every time you get into an argument, you kick him out, and y'all guys can't settle the argument, or you guys can't coexist, that's a problem. That is a, a main problem. Now, as far as him leaving and not telling you where he's leaving, he's only doing that because you're kicking him out the house, and I understand that. You're not gonna kick me out the house, and all of a sudden, well, you get out. Where you going? <laughs> You can't do that. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going, because even if I'm going to my mama's house, I want you to think maybe I was doing something crazy because you kicked me out. Mm -hmm. So I think both of you guys need to stop being childish and stop Mm -hmm. kicking each other out. You you just can't kick them out every time you're upset and mad. What you need to do is have a conversation and finish the argument. Making him leave is not finishing an argument. That's just putting the argument off to later and both of you getting upset. And now both of you get a chance to think about other things. No, finish the argument there. You guys are adults. You're not 15. You're not 16. Finish the argument there. Now, as far as him cheating, if he's continuous, if he's still cheating on you, if he doesn't show any remorse, if he doesn't give a fuck, then yes, you need to move on. And if you do move on, give him back his $600. Exactly. Like you don't want him to feel like, oh, you you shorty borrowed $600 from me. No, no, no. Here's your money. Take this money and get the fuck out of my house. Because now you can say it's my house with that $600. Right. And if you want half or, or that little percentage of that little couch that you bought, that little 5%, cut them off of a piece of that couch and say, take here's that with you. Yeah, here's a pillow. Take this pillow. Take that shit with you, motherfucker. Uh-huh. But that's how I feel it. I really feel like, you know, they need to have a conversation. You can't continue to kick them out and make him feel like I'm not a man because I only put up $600. And maybe his job doesn't pay as well as yours do. And that's all he can afford to put up at this time. Maybe later on he'll get a raise and he can put it more. But right now you can't just kick him out because it's only $600. You know what this portion of her email reminds me of? What's that? The email from last week. And what happened? The girl that did not necessarily want to move and uproot herself and her child to be with the guy that she's with. Uh Because it was a long distance relationship. And he said, remember, he was a firefighter or he is a firefighter. And he didn't want to up and move three hours to her town because he thought it would be difficult for him to get a job. And we talked about that. We said, well, maybe he doesn't want to move into her house Uh and feel emasculated because he's not contributing financially in the case that he wasn't able to get a new job in this new city that he relocated to. And this could potentially be a reason why or the idea that it might come to this because finances really do get in the way of a lot of things and it can cause a lot of strife strife between two people. Mm -hmm. And in this situation, I have to say, I think that they have to get things right in the first place. Right. And they need to handle their problems the right way instead of the wrong way. And you're right. I agree with you. You don't get to a point where temperatures are rising and the answer is, well, get out. Get out of my house. And there's a power play and you emasculate him and you emasculate him. 
But I'm sure that she feels justified in making that power play because he has cheated on her, because he does speak to her disrespectfully and they are having these other problems. So in her mind, she's thinking, nah, you're not going to stay in here with me talking to me crazy at the same time cheating on me. And then you're going to go upstairs and sleep in our bed that I probably paid for. Nah, beat it, Mm -hmm. which is rational in a sense but and and listen she has the right to do it is it the right thing to do necessarily no because like i said it should be handled properly in the first place but she has a right to do it right they are not married there is a very clear distinction between dating living together and being married right. and each one comes with its limitations and its own set of responsibilities if i'm just dating you and this is my house and you call me something crazy You need to go. You can't stay. You're not going to stay in my house and call me out of my name. You're not going to be here and disrespect me. Well, give me my $600 back then. That's what she needs to do. Here's your $600. Here's your $600. Take this pillow and leave. I agree. I agree. But you can't do that with him thinking that he contributed to that house. Even if it's only $600. That's a lot. To a home. That's a lot for him. Listen, we think I don't know if it's a lot for him or not. I don't know what's going on in his mental, but that is nothing when you put it on the scale of buying a home. Right. That is nothing. So his six hundred dollars, I would I would sit down and have a conversation with him. And like we have to come to terms. We have to come to an agreement. Listen, let's be clear. This is my house. Here's this envelope. This has your six hundred dollars in it. We need to work on us before we decide to live together because us is not right. We are not right. We need to figure out how we deal with one another, how we speak to one another. We have to come to an agreement regarding respect and this whole infidelity thing. You're not remorseful. You've done it. You've done it again. You've done it again. You've done it again. And it's not like he had five chicks that he smashed under his belt before she found out. And then she's finding out about a lump sum. Lump sum. She found out about one and then maybe he made nice nice and then he offended again and then offended again and maybe offended again. Mm-hmm. You can't be a repeat offender right. and expect the same level, level of respect from me. You get what you give. You get what you give. If you're not giving me 100%, then yes, you get that corner and that pillow at best. Aside from that, you get the bleep out. Right. Period. So I think that she needs to stand up for herself right. and not depend on him. Because no. the way that men, and it usually is men, it's not usually women, the way that men usually sneak snake back in is... They tell you something nice. They do all the wrong things. They apologize. But if they don't mean it, then they offend again. And then a lot of women get sucked back into it. It's like you're a sucker over and over and over again. And it's something that a lot of women are guilty of. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. But you have to understand what's going on. Realize that you're being um, suckered and say no. That's it. And even if it hurts, because you know what happens? 
men and women, we both get attached. Mm -hmm. You know, you find your person, you fall in love. That person does wrong by you. They try to make amends. You forgive. There's ups, there's downs, there's downs, there's ups. And you kind of sit there for it. And you suffer the whole time. And you're life is escaping you day by day because you're involved in this nonsense. But people, men and women, need to stick up for themselves and say, you know what? I'm not taking that anymore. And even if it means that I'm going to be hurt because I'm so attached to you and I love you so much, even if I have to just be hurt and deal with it, I'd rather be hurt and deal with it by myself, knowing that someone's not disrespecting me, knowing that someone's not stepping out on me, knowing that someone's not making a fool of me. I'd rather sit here and deal with this pain by myself until, well, either you cut that person off completely, if you have any hope or if you have any faith that something can be worked out or rectified, then maybe they learn their lesson, they realize, oh, wow, I can't just snake, I can't just skate in this situation. They get right, they fix up, and then they come back. And then you can start from the ground up and work on your foundation and work on all the things that need to be contributed to have a healthy relationship. Right, but the only thing is, is it's partly her fault too. And the reason I say it's her fault is because you just can't kick a man out and just say, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Y'all gotta handle your problems, you know what I mean? Right. But that's what I was saying. That's what I'm saying. Like in the first place, like in that first stage, you have to learn how to deal with each other. And I agree with that. And deal with your problems. I agree with that. But but think about it, babe. He's making a fool of her in the street. Right. That's true. Am I? Listen, it's so nice to be idealistic. Right. Right. But if I know that you're playing me. And then you come home and something doesn't go your way between us. And then you call me out my name. Don't you think that it seems reasonable? I mean, it may not be right. It may not be picture perfect. But you don't think it's real reasonable for a person that just wrote that mortgage check to be like, bounce. Yeah, but like you, be realistic. You know, you know what the problem is, though? It, and, and I hate when women do this. Women. You'd be like, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Because every time you might see something, you'd be like, he, he called me out my name. He called me out my name, right? <laughs> Why'd you do your hands like that? Yeah, that's, that's my that's my female. Okay, he called me ahead. out my name. He called me out my name. He called me a bitch, right? But what did you call him? You know, because men don't sit there and be like, she called me a dick. Or she, she called call me an him asshole. Whatever or she, she called me a sucker. To call or she called him me a not for nothing good for nothing man. But men don't men don't do that. On her. But men don't do that. Yes. Yes, we got into an argument. So you're you going to get a called a dick. You're going to get called an ass. You're going to get called any adjective that I see fit that I feel like spewing at that moment because that is what your behavior warrants. All right. So I'm going to. Right or wrong. So when we get into that argument, then you call me whatever you want to call me. And then I'm going to call you a bitch. I'm gonna and then you're going to get kicked out because I write the mortgage checks. All right. Come face. We're not I'm married. See, if you're married, it's a different set yeah, of I, responsibilities. I get, I get what you're then saying. Then you have a vow before God. You have to work on but it if you want to do the right they have thing to be able to talk. in the first place right, but go. if he's not trying to make it right in the first place because she has all this built up harbored resentment for him aggression, that is it? exactly that is going to play into every argument that they have if right. they argue about taking out the trash if they argue about the remote if right. they argue about anything 
some of that resentment, believe me, he's going to get a piece of it. He right. may not know it. He just might think she's psycho. But part of it, and I'm speaking from personal experience, mm-hmm. part of it is going to be that built up resentment from that other problem. I got Do you, you understand what I'm saying? So you. until he makes it right, he's not going to get an adult responsible enlightened response from her well then do you understand what i'm saying he and this is the thing and he said something else in there that she said something else in there that irritated me she said that what's that thing that men always say well if you forgive me then you shouldn't bring it up again if you if you forgive me then you should leave it in the past you can't keep beating me up with it you can't keep badgering me with it you can't just hold it hold me hostage by my past Mm -hmm. actions no 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 no. you preaching over here (laughs) you are preaching no stop it you better stop you better because you know better i'm just listening you know better i'm just listening that is such nonsense ladies do not fall for that do not fall for that when someone puts their relationship on the line in that kind of way. If there is any hope and if you are considering remaining with that man, and I'm putting it on the men right now. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Because obviously things go both ways, but I'm going to put it on the men right now. If there's any hope that your relationship can be salvaged, Mm-hmm. There are a few things that need to happen, in my opinion. Okay. That man has to apologize, uh-huh. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. That man has to take responsibility for what he did. Correct. He has to answer all of your questions truthfully. Correct. It doesn't matter what question you have, he has to answer all of them. Correct. There can't be a point where he's like, nah, you don't need to know that. Right. Or why are you asking me that? Or that's not really your business. Or that has nothing to do with this. Everything has everything to do with everything. Correct. And if I want to know it, if you want to be a part of this, then you need to answer. Correct. Then you go into the phase where he starts paying back into the relationship. Because when he cheated, he took away from the relationship. So now he has to start making deposits. He has to start paying back into the relationship. Not money financially. You mean? No, 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 not not money. Emotionally. Okay. He has to emotionally pay back into the relationship and feed the relationship and do anything in his power, anything in his power, meaning communication, meaning taking you out, meaning spending time with you, meaning, you know, laying in bed and rubbing your back and rubbing your feet and catering to you in a way where he has to go out of his way to show you that he is willing to do anything to save the relationship because the relationship is that important to him. Right. Because it is that important to him. If you are in a situation where you've been cheated on and a man is not willing to do those things until, meaning... It has no expiration date. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, they have no expiration date. They have no expiration date. It can be five years later and you can just have an idea of the past that pops into your head and it can ruin your whole day. And especially if you're not strong enough, you don't have your situation your situation by the horns, 
it can really be devastating from time to time. So based on what you did, I got to sit here and suffer with the memories and all the hurt and the pain. But you, you, you're going to sit here and stream from the mountaintops. Oh, you don't have the right to bring it up. I can't bring it up anymore. No, I'm going to bring it up when I want to bring it up. And if I have more questions, you're going to answer those questions. And you're going to sit there and you are going to accept that for as long as it takes until we are right again, until you have righted your way out of that wrong. Right. That's my opinion. And that's what, what are you doing? That's me tapping out. I don't want no part of this. I'm tapping out. <laughs> that's, me, that's me tapping out. I'm tapping out. And all of that I'm saying from personal experience because that's what we went through. Okay. That's what we went through. And you. How do we get here? I don't know how we got here. How do we make this left turn? <laughs> because when, when you read that email, <laughs> that's. <laughs> you trying to back up? <laughs> back it up. <laughs> that's what honestly stood out to me. Oh, oh, oh. Because you tried that. It was like, well, if you forgive me, and, I mean, you weren't about it when you said it but it was like well if you forgive me then you know why do you bring it up or why can't you let it go why can't I let it go because when you were doing x y and z you didn't let it go right okay well I haven't let it go so this is what I want to know this is what I want to talk about oh oh you don't want to talk about it then you know what maybe we're not going to work maybe this whole thing we we've put into it for this long and maybe this is where it stops Mm -hmm. that's how I felt because I was feeling resentful like how do you cause so much damage and then turn around and tell me if and when I can talk about it or if and when I can tell you how I feel or if and when I have a question you don't have the right to do that you cannot do that I mean you can but if you do that means that you don't really want to be here for me and you don't want to be responsible for all the damage that you caused okay I'm tapped out. I, like I'm, hey, you're right. <laughs> no, but seriously, as a man, I want to hear what you have to say about that. As a smart man? No, just as a man, not as a smart man, but just as a man. No, I mean you're you're right. I mean, I mean for most men, they haven't been hurt or affected like that. So I can't tell you when to heal. I can't tell you when not to think of anything. I can't tell you not how to feel. All I can say is, eh, it happened. Let's let it go. Let's move on. <laughs> That's all a man wants to do. Right, of man course. Man don't want no argument. Man don't want to, look, hey, babe, that happened years ago. Let's move on. But I can't tell you how to heal. I can't tell you how to feel. I can't tell you what goes through your mind and, and what you have to push out of your mind every day. So, yeah, I absolutely positively agree with you. And you were good with that. Yeah, I was smart. I don't want no problems. No, no nothing. <laughs> Whatever you need, baby. <laughs> you were good with that. And, you know, after we had that one conversation, we might have had another conversation that kind of tapped on the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I think you got it. And, oh, oh, and I got it. All right. And you were like, all right, well, you know what? It's hot in here. It is a little hot in here. <laughs> I think I just worked myself you up. Did. <laughs> okay. I just made that personal. <laughs> I, I don't know where we went. You ready? Can we move on? Can we, I back this, bi this bitch out of here? <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I do feel strongly about that. Because that that's like a man, and women do it too, but that's like a man playing a woman as though she's stupid. You know, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to tell you how to handle this. I'm going to tell you where your curiosities lie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you when to move on. No. If you didn't do what you did in the first place, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't have an issue. We'd be in the park having a picnic right now. Right. Or I'd be giving you a massage with some Avino right now. 
Like that's what we would be doing. But instead, we're sitting here in this bedroom arguing and you're trying to tell me I need to move on. No, I don't need to do anything but leave you if you don't conform to the way that this needs to go down if you want us to be together again. Okay. So getting back to her email. I, I thought we were finished with her email. Look, you, you're on your own, mama. <laughs> I tried to help you. Shit got real. <laughs> Look, What's give me $600 back and then move on. That's all I can say. Good luck. <laughs> can we move? Like, I feel like the road running. You know, when the feet start moving. Uh-huh. Well, anyway. Uh, are we done? I'm done with that conversation. What I don't know. That? Did we wrap up? Yeah, I, we wrapped I, up. My head is swirling a yeah, little bit right we now. We wrapped up. We wrapped, babe, we wrapped up. Okay, well, good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, good luck to you. Don't, don't ever hit my email again. <laughs> Today's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Away. Away offers high-quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel. Now, uh, I travel a lot, so when I travel, I got to make sure my luggage is tight. Nobody could break into my luggage, and everything inside, especially gear shit, is good money. Because if she's mad... Wow, vacation is bad. Not to mention it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, and a patent-pending compression system to help overpackers. And thanks to Away Lifetime's warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for free for life. Now, you can try out Away for 100 days. Seriously, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, use it. If at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. Now, shipping is free within the lower 48 states, so you've got nothing to lose. Now, for $20 off a suitcase, you can visit awaytravel.com slash Crew and use promo code KCCREW during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash Crew promo code Crew for $20 off your Away suitcase. I travel a lot. Every weekend I travel, and my Away suitcase holds me down. All right, now let's get to the argument of the week. Uh-huh. My goodness. Hello, Gear and DJ MV. I've been with my husband for almost four years now, but we just got married in May and have a nine-month-old son. Together, we always seem to argue about my friends. Well, just one in particular that I've been friends with for almost two years. My friend is a female, but my husband always seems to get jealous whenever I hang out with her. We don't go to any clubs or anything like that. In fact, when we do hang out, I always have my son. She helps out with my son so much, and she's never been disrespectful towards him or our relationship. He can't tell me why he has a problem with her. She's pretty much my only friend. I want my husband to be my best friend, but he is always extremely jealous of any friend that I have. And I guess she makes him feel threatened. And it definitely has put a strain on our relationship. Please help me out because I don't feel like I should have to choose between my husband and my friend. Now, I'm not going to lie. Want me to do this one? Sure. Now, if your husband, I'm is, always interested in what you have to say first. If your husband is, is super jealous over your friend, there's a couple of reasons why. All right. One could be, well, it could be three reasons, really. One could be that maybe he had a relationship with her before. No. He fucked and no. really doesn't want you to know and That's really wants you to it. get be, be far, far away. That That's could be one. It. Two, he could be doing dirt out there and maybe he's nervous and scared that your friend might find out or your friend might know or maybe your friend's more connected to the street or connected to people on the outside world and he doesn't want to get caught. Three, he feels like your friend's a whore and he doesn't want you hanging around whores and he doesn't want you hanging around with somebody that's a bad person or a negative person really and doesn't want her negativity uh, to affect her and affect their relationship those are the only three there's only one two and three that was those it. those are the only you th- sure there's not a four no nah, those because i see a four those are the only three things that i could possibly think of those three things one she's a whore and she doesn't want you around her 
Two, you are awful. He's doing dirt, and he doesn't want her to feel like, hey, maybe she knows the people I'm doing dirt with, or maybe she's around or could find out. And three, he smashed before. Those are the only three things it could be. You are so negative. What? Do you what hear? Do you, do you hear your one through another, three? Another man is not going to be jealous of a, a female's friend, especially if it's a, another female, unless she, he felt like maybe she was trying to hit on him hit on her and she says that's definitely not the case so you rule that one out no all right it could be that maybe he doesn't like her maybe she feels like she's not a good person maybe he feels like she's a whore maybe she feels like look i don't want that person around me or our child or those are those are the only three things that it could be i want you to stop for a second i'm stopping think back to when we were in college right and how you had me under your paw the entire time that we were in school correct correct Every time that a new friend or the potential of a new friend popped up, you put the kibosh on it so quickly. Mm -hmm. And every single time you had a reason. But the most popular reason was that, oh, she's a hoe. Okay. You can't you can't hang out with her. She's a hoe. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They weren't whores. They weren't loose. They weren't easy. They weren't bad influences. They weren't bad people. They weren't any of the above. The truth is that you did not want me to have any friends because you didn't want my attention to be pulled away from you and put in another place, But that, i.e. that friend or things that me and that friend might do together. That's when I did that when I was 18. 18, 19, 20, 21, okay. 22. Okay. 23. Was it wasn't 23. 22. 23. It. it stopped at 22. No, it stopped at 23. 22 and a half. No, it stopped at 23. <laughs> 22 and a half. No, because I remember 23, we had Madison and there was an issue with me and a friend and you wanting to 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 put that, what you perceived as fire out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was based on the fact that you were jealous of my friendships because you just wanted me to be up under you all the time. Right. But I don't know their age. See, I just tried to look at the email to see their age. And I thought maybe she put her age. But if they were together, it says four years and they have a nine month old. It's a little bit different. We were kids. We were young. Like we were at a a point where, you know, I, I barely had pubic hair. So it, it was a little different. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so that went too far. But now, now that they're older and that their that their age is a little different, he shouldn't care about the friend. It shouldn't be taking attention from their relationship. That's not necessarily true. I remember with my mother and father when I must have been about ten or eleven years old, and my mother found a new friend. Uh There was a woman that moved into the neighborhood and Mm -hmm. she and my mother just clicked. And the lady was actually really cool. I enjoyed being around her and um, she treated us very well. And they had a great relationship. Mm -hmm. And she literally lived right around the corner. Okay. So my mom would come home from work and, you know, make dinner, do everything that she was responsible for in the house. And then maybe go hang out at her friend's house for an hour or two and whatnot and then come back home. And I distinctly remember that after a certain period of time, my father became livid and he wound up not liking the friend and the friend didn't do anything wrong 
at all, but take away the attention and the time of his wife. Okay. And my parents were two grown people all right. married I for think, decades. I didn't think about it like at that. At the time. So maybe there is a four. So maybe. maybe so that- it has nothing to do with whether you have pubic hair or not. Right. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with age. It's about mentality and the fact that people yearn for time and attention from the people that they're with. And when anything threatens that, a person can become possessive right. and defensive of that. And I remember telling my dad, I'm like, what's wrong with Sarah? Like every any time that Sarah's name gets mentioned, like he you're gets upset. Yeah, you get upset. I get it. And then he tried to throw out all these reasons and and I'm like, Dad, because me and my dad were oh my gosh, we were so close. And all I remember right. saying to him, like, Dad, come on, you know that's not true. You just you you just don't like the fact that mommy's not here, you know, rubbing your back and you know, in I the house it. with yeah. you yeah, and up it. under you. And then we experienced that. And I remember when we were going through that, I remember identifying with that situation with my parents. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, because that could be a problem. If, if me and you are used to a certain thing, we're used to watching television at night and mm-hmm. cuddling with each other. And, my and that's what my dad was and used now to. now you're out with Sarah. I'm like, yeah, fuck that bitch, Sarah, too. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> You're, I so, get it. you're so hard. No, I get it, but I mean, I didn't think about it. Why, like that. why is Sarah gotta get cursed out? No, nah, because if she's taking my time. Sarah, you know what? But yeah. it doesn't have to be turned into hostility. I know, I get it now, because it would be hostility, because the first time is cool, second time is cool. Now I'm feeling like you and Sarah have a relationship. And the reason I'm thinking different now, because now I just put myself in that position, and I'm like, damn, if I came home and Gia was with Sarah, I'm like, who the fuck is this Sarah bitch? Sarah needs <laughs> Sarah needs to find herself a man. Uh-huh. Or or what what he's or what he's gonna have to do is be like, oh, we both going to Sarah's house. Mm-hmm. We all going to Sarah's house. What's Sarah doing over here? And you know what bring what that brings to mind? The idea that a lot of men don't want their girlfriends and wives hanging out with other single female. Right. Because they feel threatened. They don't like respect the time. They don't respect the time. They don't understand what it's like, right. you know, to be in a married relationship, a committed relationship where you're supposed to be home at a certain time and there's certain things that you have to do. Oh, my wife or girlfriend might be influenced by, you know, this heifer's single ways. You know, when you don't have somebody under your paw. Right. You don't really know what they're doing and you don't know what ideas are being put into their head. And for an that. insecure person or even a secure person that's just possessive. Right. I didn't think that might that. make them feel uncomfortable they don't have to be an insecure person. They can that's be what I said. Yeah, they they, they don't secure. have to be. In, they it, can be or they don't have to be. Maybe they're just possessive. They don't have to be possessive. You could just, you know, it, that's my lady. And I, I, I want to see my lady. When I get home at right. 530, I want to spend my evening with her. And go. if, you know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, she's out with so and so. Right. That's my time. Right. So to answer your question, I think that you should cut out Sarah I don't know if it's a Sarah's the, name no my mom's friend's uh, name was well, Sarah whatever her name is you should, <laughs> you should fall back from her a little bit if you go there three times a week maybe go once a week you know if you go four times a week maybe go twice a week and spend some time with your man because yeah it would be difficult for me if I once I put myself in that predicament and put myself in that situation if I came home all the time and you weren't here and I was just left here with just me and the lotion I would be upset too you know, it, you know, it's not even and about especially sex. right what now, you, you? you know, it makes, you know, what's like even worse right now, but there's no basketball or football. So it's not like he could watch something and say, ah, right, you go do your thing. And I'm like, now there's nothing on. I don't want to watch Game ba- of Thrones is about to be on. That's I think, what is it? July 16th? Yeah. Something. Boo-boo. July, something. Look at me. Look at me. 
it's about to be on. Absolutely. Do you even understand how good our life is going to be on July 16th? I know. I okay. Know. It's going to be great because <laughs> I don't want to watch Bachelorette by myself. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I get it. And if you're listening, Mama, if, if you heard this, you know, maybe you should cut back on Sarah just a little bit. And I'm not saying Sarah's that's her name, the quote unquote Sarah. That's what we're going to call her right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should just cut back a little bit, spend some more time with your man and let him know that he is the king and that, you know, all time belongs to him. But every once in a while, you're going to hang with your girlfriend. And that's what it is. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is draw a healthy medium. There you go. That's healthy for your relationship and healthy you put things for your into, friendship. Into words so well, go ahead. <laughs> but that's good for both relationships so that Sarah doesn't feel feel slighted and that you get your girl time. But, you know, you let your husband know that spending time with him is your priority and you enjoy that more than anything but that you do need your girl time and maybe you guys can coordinate that with his guy time because I'm sure that like most men he wants his guy time as well so maybe you can guys the two of you can get on the same page absolutely well I hope they work things out and you know don't let Sarah stand in between your relationship yes all right now what I'm just curious what did your dad do with Sarah he just remained pissed off they never really resolved it so your mom was like, fuck that, I'm going to hang out with Sarah? Well, actually, we moved from Brooklyn to Queens. Oh, your pops moved to another... <laughs> oh, we're going to move. My dad was about it. We're going to move 30 minutes from this whole fucking house. Let me see you drive 30 minutes to Hold Sarah on, now. you said from this whole bleeping house? Yeah. This whole, see, you're on to the new thing. This, from this whole bleeping house. Oh, yeah, Remember yeah. earlier, you were like, what's a whole... What, oh, how did yeah, you right, put it? Oh, yeah, a whole another woman. A whole another woman, yeah, yes. We're going to move from this whole bleeping house and go to yes. another bleeping house. And let me see you drive 30 minutes to see Sarah in traffic now. <laughs> But that really, that problem, I'm not even exaggerating. It went on for about four years from when I was about 10. And how I know that I was 10, I just remember taking a picture on my 10th birthday in this particular outfit with Sarah and my mother. With Sarah. Yes. So from when I was about 10 to when I moved to Queens when I was 14. So that was a problem for about four years. And they argued about it religiously. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 All right. Well. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody for hitting us up. And yes, you can we always do. hit us up. The Casey Crew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E Casey Crew at gmail.com. All right. Um, what else is there? That's about it. Yeah, I want to say uh my dog. I really appreciate my dog. I'm loving my dog. Yes, you are. I brought her down. And I'm not here. jealous of the time that you spend with the dog because you're spending a lot of time I with do that spend dog. A lot of time with the dog. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm a little jealous. I'm I lying. was going to bring the dog down here. I'm a little. He br- no, you said you were about to. No, you brought the dog down here. And he was like, uh, "We have a podcast to do. You could bring her smelly ass upstairs." <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Okay. I brought her back. That's upstairs. true. All right. Well. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And thank you for listening to the Casey Crew Podcast. Toodles. Is that toodles? Mm, you didn't say it as cute as I say it. So you guys say it. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> Bye, people.